Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Divorce Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pilisoff, and I'm your host. I am the founder of Divorce Girl Smiling, the company that brings trusted, vetted divorce professionals to people facing divorce. We also have a podcast, a website, a mobile app, and I offer what's called the free consult, which you should definitely check out. Before we get started, I want to take a minute and mention Paulette Rigo. Paulette is a certified divorce coach who specializes in coaching clients through high conflict, domestic violence, parental alienation, estrangement, and narcissistic divorce cases. She is the founder of Better Divorce Academy, and she breaks down divorce from the earliest stages of contemplation to the necessary final steps of healing using practical tools, inspiration, and a proven negotiation slash mediation model. Paulette also has a divorce retreat that she is planning in Belize. So if you want to learn more about Paulette, you can visit betterdivorceacademy.com. And if you want to learn about the retreat, visit afterthenarcissist.com. You can also find Paulette in the trusted professional section of Divorced Girls Smiling. So this is going to be a really, really interesting podcast today because I'm calling it, let's talk about liars in dating relationships and divorce. And I have a feeling this is going to be one of my most listened to podcasts because lying is definitely a buzzword when it comes to divorce. And to talk with me today about this, it's so funny because before this podcast, she said, I'm a pretty naive person and I I don't really have a lot of experience with lying, but I think it's going to be funny conversation. And also we are going to give you some wonderful advice. I want to introduce my guest. Her name is Lisa Kosky. Lisa is a Minnesota based attorney and divorce mediator. She's been an attorney for 20 years and seven years ago, she decided to focus on divorce and mediation. And Lisa, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking time to do this. Jackie, thank you so much for having me. I know we're going to have fun. We had a lot of fun on my podcast, Doing Divorce Different, and I'm a little bit, I think this is going to be kind of fun and very interesting because we're coming kind of from two different sides. I mean, I'm a little bit naive, which can be hard to believe for a divorce attorney, but I am. So I'm really thinking I'm going to learn a lot from you about lying. Well, I have to tell you, I had a great time on your podcast. I loved our conversation. We were talking about friendships and how to deal with a breakup, and that was great. So just for my listeners, Lisa's podcast is called Doing Divorce Differently, if you want to look that up. And Lisa, you're right. We come from two completely different backgrounds, but we do have a lot in common. We're two 50-something moms. Um, You're married, but I have been with someone for eight years, so I feel like I'm married. And, you know, we've been around the block. We can spot a liar. And I want my listeners to know that when we get into the divorce part of this conversation, Lisa is going to talk about why you shouldn't lie during your divorce and in mediation. So with that said, I kind of feel like we should start with dating 
move into lies in a relationship and then move into lies in divorce. How does that sound? Jackie, that sounds great. And interestingly enough, I haven't dated for over 31 years because that's how long I've been married. But if you get to the point where you want to talk about lies in marriage, as long as my husband doesn't listen to this, I'll talk about it a little bit. <laughs> that is funny. And I'm sure he it would be fine if he would if he listened to it. All right. So I'm going to start out talking about how do you know if you're dating a liar and how do you spot one? And Lisa, I bet you you're going to say like, oh, yeah, and you're definitely going to chime in here. I, I just know it. Okay, tell me what you think of this. Number one, you hear his or her phone indicating a text late at night. I mean, haven't your clients told you some of this stuff? I don't know that they have it chiming late at night, but running off and, you know, kind of getting on the phone or just maybe not being present in the room, you know, going to another room, right. making a phone call, texting someone. I've heard that. Yes, I have heard that. Also, the person is very protective of their cell phone. They're putting it down on the table face down. They don't want you to really see. They're not really letting you in. Yep. And you know, Jackie, I was just thinking, and maybe you're going to talk about this, but I have noticed in my own life that I, that when someone tells a lie and you call them on it, they get extremely defensive, like even more so sometimes than, than they would be by just, you know, saying, oh no, that wasn't what I did. Have you found that? Oh, you're so right. And it's funny. My next point was going to be he or she accuses you of lying. Like the person gets real, and then the next point is he or she gets very def defensive and seems disheveled if you ask like where they were or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. um, a couple other ones are he or she all of a sudden gets a password or changes the passcode on their, on their phone. Another one is like they can't look you in the eye when you ask them a, a direct question about something. Absolutely. I mean, that I think that's been a well-known um, standard theory for a long time. Now, I do think that some people can stare you in the eyes and lie, though, too. That's really scary. I know. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> I have to tell this one dating story about the biggest liar I ever went out with in my life. Now, this goes back probably, I'm going to say, 30 years and I was crazy about this guy. I hope he listens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he and I were kind of dating and he asked me to go to a Cubs game. And then he told me that he called me that day and said, I'm so sorry. I can't go to the Cubs game because I have to take my mother out for dinner. So I was like, oh, that's so cute. Like, okay, that was really nice. You know, like he's really nice to his mother. And then my friend calls me literally 15 minutes later and goes, I have a ticket to the Cubs game. Do you want to go? And I'm like, oh my God, I was supposed to go. And you know, my date canceled. Sure, I'll go. So she and I are sitting in the bleachers of the Cubs and we're having a good time, having a couple beers. And I literally look over during the seventh inning stretch, if you're not from Chicago, after the seventh inning, they sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game. It's called the seventh inning stretch. 
I look over, Lisa, this is a true story. And I see this guy like doing the seventh, seventh inning stretch with this woman and he's like kissing her. He's got his arms around her. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, what are the no. odds? 20,000 people at a Cubs game. And I happened to be sitting like 10 rows behind him and saw him. That's beautiful though. Wasn't that beautiful? That <laughs> karma, right? It worked out that way. Okay, I have a funny story that I just thought of. And so now you're going to see my husband's just a little bit of a BSer, okay? okay? And so I should have known this. We were in Mexico on spring break in college, just kind of getting to know each other. He says he had a big crush on me and we're in the ocean and, you know, we're bobbing around and this girl in front of us, a big wave came in her top whoosh, came completely off. And we were both looking at her. He turned to me and said, I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. And I was like, that was an obvious lie. I mean, you know. Oh my gosh, Lisa, he sounds like such a great guy. Like, that's so cute. So not all lies are bad lies. Exactly. You're listening to the Divorced Girl Smiling podcast with Jackie Pillisoff and my guest, divorce mediator, Lisa Kosky. And Lisa and I are talking about lies in dating, relationships, and divorce. We're gonna take a short break, and when we come back, we're gonna get into more lies, and we're also gonna get into why you shouldn't lie during a divorce and or in mediation. We'll be right back. Divorce leaves families vulnerable. Too often, spouses act prematurely or enter into a settlement agreement without knowing the financial impact. It doesn't have to be this way. My Divorce Solution offers the ultimate divorce tool, delivering financial clarity to individuals and couples considering dissolving a marriage. Both founders, one is a CDFA, the other a legal liaison, have been through divorce and understand the many financial obstacles. Their unique financial portrait is a standalone document that identifies, assembles, analyzes, verifies, and interprets information about a divorcing couple's assets, debts, incomes, and expenses. The portrait offers a framework which becomes the reference point of financial analysis with supporting documentation for every professional on your divorce team. Most families save thousands, if not ten thousands of dollars using it. So if you're thinking about divorce or you're in the middle of it, obtain your MDS financial portrait. Financial knowledge is essential when determining alimony, child support, and the division of assets and liabilities. It makes a difficult situation better for everyone. You can learn more by going to mydivorcesolution.com. I also want to talk about a real estate agent who I think is wonderful. Her name is Tara Lubin. She is a realtor and global real estate advisor for Jamison Sotheby's International. Tara has a niche in Evanston and Wilmette and has over two decades of experience as a real estate agent in this market. Tara also has a niche in helping people going through a divorce and she is just extremely smart, experienced, such a lovely person and very professional and dedicated to the profession. If you want to learn more, you can find Tara in the Trusted Partner section of Divorced Girl Smiling or at taralubin.com.
Welcome back to the Divorced Girl Smiling podcast with Jackie Pilisoff. I'm here with Lisa Kosky, Minnesota-based attorney and divorce mediator. And Lisa, you call yourself a peacemaker. Tell me about that. Where did that come from? I sure do. I mean, that is the heart of who I am. And it was so interesting. I think it was probably about seven years ago, I had a kind of a, I don't know, a moment in time where that still quiet voice was speaking to me, you know, are you doing what you love to do? And I started thinking more about mediation, about helping people work together. And so I flipped the switch. I stopped practicing law and started only doing mediations. And everybody said I was nuts, that I would never be able to do it. And seven years later, I have a great business that I love. And I do have amazing clients that come together to divorce in a different way. And let me tell you, that's like the best thing you can do for your kids. It's so refreshing, your story. And also, you're right. The number one reason, tell me if you agree with this, to do mediation is for kids. And I believe that people who do that are really selfless people. I agree. And it's just, and and it's not easy. You know, it's a matter of staying focused on your children because you're not married anymore, but you have a relationship as a co-parent until you die, because there are going to be things that come up that you're going to be at together and your kids need both of you. So I, that is like the, the passion behind what I do, but I'm also going to say the integrity of doing it a better way and of designing your divorce yourself is is beautiful. I feel like it's almost an art form. I'm not an artsy person, but it's getting creative and doing things a little different and setting up your divorce in a different way. And a lot of my clients are still friends. So when you talk about lying, yes, I do have the occasional person that will want to maybe say they're making a little bit less money. And what I tell them is, you know, it's going to come out eventually anyway. So you might as well just tell the truth now so that we can really, you're wasting time. And why is it going to come out? I mean, if you're in mediation, it may never come out. Well, I think it would come out in a mediation with me because I have, I get proof. I didn't used to Jackie. I used to kind of say, go on the honor code, Mm -hmm. but I found that let's Let's look at your taxes for the last few years. Let's look at a few pay stubs. And then, oh, what's this? A little commission, you know, I didn't know of. And, you know, like I said, Jackie, I'm in a different situation where a lot of my clients want to work together. But in those court-ordered instances, um, yeah, people can try to hide it. And if you want to do this a better way, I mean, I just always believe in being honest. Um It just makes things go quicker, smoother, and you can design it the right way. Well, I love the fact that you do a little bit of follow-up because that's just good measure. And secondly, I think it's just bad karma when you lie. Like, what are you really saving? What if you lie and say you have $5,000 less? Is that really going to make a huge difference in your life? And I think the reason people lie 
in divorce like that in those situations is not over really the money, although they are very insecure about money during a divorce. It's a scary time when it comes to finances, but they also might want to do it just to stick it to their partner because money is so emotional during a divorce and they might just want to just say, you know what? No, I'm just going to stick it to her because she cheated or whatever reason you're getting divorced. Right. and, he, and that's yeah. a bad karma. It is bad karma. And here's the thing. I also, when I talk to my clients, I give them some tips because there's usually one person that maybe isn't, hasn't been working with the finances. It seems like there's usually one person who's in control and gets everything. Um, and so I just ask them, even before they contact me, if they go to my website and read some blogs or listen to some podcasts, start to investigate what you have for assets. Look at what's coming in the mail. Look at your bank statements. Was there a paycheck that didn't go in there? And if it did, didn't go in there, then you need to investigate where it went. Because you do want to have the clarity, which always brings us a little bit of peace, to know exactly where you stand. Um, and I mean, I think that that could kind of stop the lying. And but if don't you feel owner. like people who lie always get caught? Like, and then they're no, they're saying, I don't really. I don't. I well, in a divorce situation, I think it. There, if you're feuding and um, you're you're going to have an attorney, you know, you're not going to work with a mediator. You're going to have an attorney who's subpoenaing and getting all the information from the other side. I mean, so I think in that case, but I don't know in general in the world outside of divorce, I think a lot of people get away with lies. I mean, I watch people with their businesses writing off an awful lot of things where I go, oh. I couldn't do that. You know, you could, but I wouldn't. Yeah, I think you're right. And But what I was really referring to is if someone lies to you and you catch them and there's this pattern, then they become non-credible mm-hmm. about everything else. So, like, why are you supposed to believe them about something if they're lying about all these other things and you've caught them? Like, I just think many, many liars just get caught. Yeah. Well, and Jackie, on kind of on the lighter side of that, what you're saying is so true because you know how I talked about my husband being a BSer mm-hmm. and he thinks it's funny and he's lighthearted. And of course I love him. And however, I'm going to tell you when Google came along and I actually started researching some of the stuff he was telling me, I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> and it wasn't anything that like our marriage would fall apart on, but it was like some weird fact. And I always just believed it. And you are right. You know, now that I know that about him and I can go look it up, he doesn't lie as much anymore. BS as much. That is so funny. But the, the thing is, I think everyone lies a little bit. White lies that people tell to avoid hurting someone's feelings. Maybe they lie to just make things easier. Sometimes people lie and they don't even really know why they lied. Like I remember, okay, this one time I was with this guy and he goes, we were supposed to go out with this couple and the couple like, you know, called us and goes, okay, what time do you want to meet? And he goes, I don't really want to go. 
So I go, all right, then just tell him you don't want to go. And he goes, so then he says to them, well, I don't feel well. I just have a stomach ache. I might have eaten something bad. And so they go, oh, okay, well, hope you feel better. And he hung up the phone and he thought he hung up, but it was still on. And they oh. could hear us. They told us this later. And so they heard me go, why did you lie? Like, just tell them, you know what? I'm really tired. I don't feel like going. Right. They're good enough friends where we could say, we love you. We want to reschedule, but this is tonight isn't going to work for me. And they said that they heard it. And so yeah. some people just lie and they don't even know why they lied. Well, and you know, you can catch yourself doing things like that once in a while. And I'm honestly, I am such a stickler, Jackie. I really, really, it's the truth is really important to me. Mm -hmm. And so I will do my best to not hurt someone and still be honest. And like you said, to just say, I love you so much. I'm so tired. I'm sorry that this is going to, you know, mess up your night. But, and that has been, I'm a people pleaser. So that has taken me a long time to get to the point where I can do that. But doesn't it just make relationships better so much when you better. can tell the truth? And you like yourself so much more when you just tell the truth. Yeah. Like I just tell my kids, because sometimes they'll lie about something and, and you know what their reason right. is? They'll say to me, well, I didn't want you to be mad. And I go, listen, if I'm mad, that's okay. You have to be strong enough to just tell me the truth. And if I'm mad, I'm mad. Yeah. You're not going to die because I'm mad. Nothing bad's going to happen. I'm going to be mad. Have enough, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Integrity. Yes. Strength. To, just yeah. to tell me the truth, even though that's the harder thing to do. Especially for young people, that is... That's tough with parents. They don't want to disappoint. You know, they don't want to make you angry. And sometimes they just don't want to listen to you going off on, you know, or being right. upset about it. But it is such an important lesson. I mean, I think I've got to, I think my dad really taught me that to just face it and, and say it and take the heat. Absolutely. And it's the same thing should go for a spouse. Yes. You know, okay, so I put together this list of 25 lies in a relationship, and I'm going to read a few of them and tell me if you think they apply to you. Now, this one wouldn't be, this is for two people who are dating, the first one. Sorry, I haven't called. Work has been crazy. Okay, so if you're like really mm -hmm. into someone, you're going to call no matter how crazy your job is, right? Right. Wouldn't that be true for friends too? Absolutely. Yeah, mm -hmm. maybe you're being dumped by a friend. A friend decides they don't really want to be your friend anymore, so they just say that. Second yeah. is, I'm fine. This is when, like, a husband says to his wife, are you okay? And you go, I'm fine. Now, why not yes. just say, actually, I'm really upset, and here's why. You know, isn't that a better form of communication? Yes, yes, and yes. And that is, I think, something that my husband and I have learned um, to actually just say what you're thinking and right. get it out in the open and communicate about it. I, I swear, Jackie, doing so many divorces has really helped my marriage. Oh, tell me about that. Well, I just think that I've learned, I feel like I need to teach a course on how to, you know, all that I've learned 
to help relationships mm -hmm. because I learn, I get to watch couples and see how they're communicating. And then it's so blatant to me when I'm watching someone else, like, why doesn't she just tell them nicely that this bothers her, you know, or, or whatever it is. And then I think, oh, I maybe was doing that in my own life where maybe I would be feeling sorry for myself for having to do so much and yet not telling him. So that's kind of lying. Which is, I'm, I was I'm just going to say, that's, that's a form of lying. Yeah. But I want to know, Lisa, do you ever tell the people, like, do you ever feel like you're a therapist and you say to the couple, like, why don't you just tell her that? Why, why, why are you holding that back? So I think that I don't know that I've said it in that way. And I always say, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a therapist. I've been coached a lot, but I'm not that. But I think what, what I really love doing is when I get to sit with them and I listen and I'm here and I do things on a flat fee so people don't get worried about my hourly, we can really dig in and figure out what the real issue is. And that's kind of getting down to that buried truth. And sometimes, Jackie, it's so bizarre, but sometimes the, the spouse who's feeling a certain way didn't even realize it. And then when it comes out and the other one is seeing what the real issue is, then you can actually come to an agreement. Oh, that is so true because this is all so emotional. And all of these decisions, it's so sad, but a lot of them are based on emotion. So if people can get to the root of what's really bugging them and talk about mm -hmm. it and get it out there, then they their mind is open to make objective decisions when it comes to kids, custody, schedules, assets, child support, anything. Yeah. I want to say a couple more of these lies that I think are kind of funny yep. but sad in a way. It didn't go any farther than texting. People will say to me, because I talk to so many women and men who are thinking about divorce or saying, you know, I might need to get divorced. And then they tell me everything that isn't working. And then they say, then they wait till the end of their whole story. And then they say, and I think my spouse might be having an affair. Like, and I think to myself, like, why didn't they say that first? Right. But I think that um, they don't want to believe it. I agree. And I think that that can kind of be where I go as a person sometimes. Like, you know, if you see something really awful in the news, I don't even really want to believe it. I don't even really want to go there and think, wow, could someone really do something like that? So I get that. Mm -hmm. Because people know if they believe the cheating and they confront it, your life, they know, is going to change. And we yeah. all know nobody likes change. So you have to be ready if you're going to confront your spouse about cheating. Everything's going to change. The level of trust is going to change. You might get back together and everything might work out and your spouse might beg you for forgiveness. But it everything is going to change. And you know what? I shouldn't even say it's, it's not going to change all necessarily for the worse. Somebody could, right. somebody could turn out and get the help they need and get marriage therapy and get back together. 
but it will change once you let that cat out of the bag and once you ask and the person says, yes, I cheated. And then also it, it could lead to, now I have to hire a divorce attorney, financial planner, um, you know, all these professionals. Now I have to move. Who's going to have the kids? I'm not going to have the kids all the time. So if you suspect that your spouse might be cheating, A, I think you're probably right. I always say, if you think your spouse is cheating, you're not paranoid, you're right. Do you agree with that, Lisa? More likely than not. And you know, Jackie, what you were just talking about just reminded me of something I haven't thought about in a long time. I remember when my kids were young and I had, this happened a couple of times like that reoccurring nightmare nightmare that my husband had an affair and in that nightmare i remember thinking oh shit now i'm gonna have to get a divorce you know and, and so then you woke up and you were so happy that it was <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh i love what happened in the ocean with your husband he sounds like a great guy <laughs> all right here are a couple other ones that I think are really funny. And this one I say all the time, I'm a huge liar in this way. Oh, I'm like two minutes away. Okay. <laughs> so that one I really have to work on. And then another one that I can't stand is when people say, I never said that. Do you, you must right. hear that a lot in mediation. Yeah, yep, you do. Now here's a lie that I think is great for, it's a huge benefit of being a single mom. I can't get together tonight, I have the kids. Yeah, you always <laughs> I, probably I think have I use that a lot when I, if I didn't wanna go out with someone or I changed my mind, it's the easiest lie. Uh -huh. Sorry, I have the kids. Yeah. Lisa, thanks so much for spending time to be on the show, really loved having you. Jackie, thank you so much for what you do. And thank you for having me as a guest. I truly appreciate it. And tell my listeners where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me at lisakoski.com and you'll find all my Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn accounts right on that page. Um, I'm on YouTube. I have blogs on my website and of course on my podcast, Doing Divorce Different. Great podcast. Thanks again, Lisa. And to my listeners, I want to leave you with this about lying. If you've been lied to, it can make you feel really awful. I understand I've been lied to in relationships and it's, it's just terrible. But remember that the only thing you can control is that you're not a liar. Lying never gets anybody anywhere. And Lisa and I talked about how it might be really hard to tell the truth, but in the end, you will always, always benefit from being truthful with people. So on that note, I want to thank you so much for listening. If you want to listen to more podcasts or find my trusted divorce professionals or read articles or sign up for the free consult, come see me at divorcedgirlsmiling.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you real soon.